podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about toxic relationships and specifically I'm going to be answering a listener question on today's episode about a relationship that she's in and based on the information she gave me I'm kind of summarizing it as generally being in a toxic relationship so I'm going to talk more about that. And before we get into that, I would love to read you a review that somebody left me on iTunes. She wrote, I stumbled upon this podcast and scrolled through the subject matter and topics and found this was right up my alley. Amber's advice and coaching is for women of all ages. The podcasts are short in time length and to the point. She is also accessible through social media and will answer your questions personally and put your question on her podcast for others to learn about. I highly recommend her podcast and urge all women to learn from it. Thank you, Amber. Thank you so much for your review. So this is actually a woman who sent me one of her questions and I answered it for her. First, I wrote her and then I also answered it on the podcast. So that's what she's referring to. And then today I'm also going to be answering a listener question. So if you have a question that you would like some guidance on, feel free to check out the show notes and message me because I will answer it. And lastly, I also created a free download for you. So if you were wondering what the best questions were to ask a guy on the first date, definitely check out the link in the show notes because these questions help you not only get to know him better and have a deeper connection, but also see if you're compatible early on instead of investing six months and then being like, crap, (laughs) and realizing that you had nothing in common or you don't share the same vision for your futures. All right, so let me read you today's question and it's a little bit lengthy, but stay tuned because I feel like a lot of women either have or will deal with a situation similar to this at some point and I personally have dealt with situations like this. All right, so she wrote, Hi Amber, I hope you're well. I recently discovered your podcast and I've listened to all episodes in just one day. Anyway, I would like to talk to you about my issue and I hope you can reply or consider an episode about it because I would like to help other women that are living in my same situation. Sorry it's a bit long and thank you so much in advance. I've been with the same guy for seven years. Everything was great until he broke up with me two years ago. Eventually we got back together but broke up again and got back together for the second time. Since then, I feel that in me something has completely changed, and I'm questioning my love for him. He acts weird. He doesn't want pictures with me. Most of the time, he criticizes me, my body, and my habits. This is something that I have always tolerated, but I can't stand anymore now. I don't even think I'm that ugly, by the way. He is always trying to bash my confidence, my achievements, or my goals. We are supposed to move in together and that's something that makes me panic because deep down I know I don't want my future with him. I still can't break up with him because I feel like I'm making a huge mistake. I'm throwing away these years and I'm scared that once we break up, he will replace me soon and only the thought of it hurts like mad because I can't understand if he doesn't love me or why he got back with me if apparently he barely likes me. I'm not scared of being alone nor I'm convinced that I won't find somebody who truly and deeply loves me. But in the meantime, I'm stuck. How should I behave? I'm so confused. Thank you so much if you've gone through the text and I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you so much for your question. I'm so eager to get into it because I feel like this is going to benefit a lot of women who are listening to this episode as well. So thank you again for reaching out. 
I feel like I should put a small disclaimer in here, which is that I only have the information that I just shared with you, which was the question. And so, of course, take everything that I say with a grain of salt. This is my opinion about your situation based on the limited information that I do have. Either way, this information is going to be really useful to anybody who has ever found themselves in a toxic relationship. So without further ado, let's get started. There are two things that I really want you to know about toxic relationships. The first one is that people aren't toxic unless you spend time with them. (laughs) So um, let me explain this a little better. I had a client about a year ago and he told me that he had this really toxic friend and she would always put him down and try to make him feel bad about himself. And I remember telling him, she's not toxic, you are. And he was like, what? (laughs) And the reason I said that is because, let's take another example. Let's say that you have a cup of poison (laughs) on a table And that cup is just sitting there. It has no effect on you until you choose to ingest it. And so if we apply that to human relationships, toxic people have no effect on you until you decide to invest in that relationship and spend time with them. The second thing that I really want you to know about toxic relationships and what makes that first point really difficult is that most of the time when we are in a toxic relationship, we don't realize it because the person that we're in a relationship with will turn everything to make it seem like it's your fault. So they'll criticize you and somehow make it seem like you deserve that because you suck. You're just not good enough. And if you were better, they wouldn't have to bring those things up to you. Or they'll criticize you in a really harsh, uncompassionate way. And then when you bring it up, they'll say, well, I just see so much potential in you. Or I just want the best for you. And so it's really confusing when you're in that situation because you always feel bad when you're around them. And you always feel like your confidence and self-esteem is lowered when you're around that person, but then you you get confused because they say that they love you or they say they only want the best for you. And it's just really confusing to be in that situation. And then sometimes you think, well, okay, well, maybe I, they have a point. Maybe I really do need to improve or whatever they're telling you. And you think maybe if I just improve myself and I'm better, then they won't have a reason to criticize me anymore. And At some point, hopefully, you'll have a friend or some outside source will kind of snap you out of the spell and tell you, hey, that's not how people are supposed to treat you and that's not a loving relationship. And even though I don't personally know you, I want to tell you that you can be in a relationship where the guy is happy to take pictures with you and isn't constantly criticizing you and telling you to change and trying to belittle your goals and make your accomplishments seem like they don't matter. In my experience, and judging by so many other people's experience, these kinds of relationships never improve. Maybe they can improve with somebody else, but I've just seen it over and over again that there's no technique really, that you can apply that makes long-term change. 
when a person is treating you this way. And I also just want to broaden this topic to other kinds of toxic relationships. So whether you have a toxic boss or manager, I've been in that situation as well, or a toxic friendship, these two ideas definitely always apply, which is the first one, that you're always in control of whether or not you want to be in that relationship. And secondly, that it's really difficult to know at first when you are in this situation and your best move is to get some space from that relationship. So I also want to link, if I can find it, I really hope that I can find it. I read a great article about how to manage a toxic work relationship between you and your manager. And basically he suggested some things that you can do in the meanwhile to make it better while you're looking for another job. So, of course, there are things that I could teach you maybe about trying to improve the relationship you're in or trying to improve the friendship or work relationship that feels really toxic right now. But I personally don't want to do that work. Like, if I'm in a friendship where somebody is actively trying to make me feel horrible about myself, I'd rather just find a new friend. And I'd rather just spend my time with people who naturally think that I'm awesome and want to support me. And this doesn't mean that your friends or your partner can't give you feedback. That's very different than what it sounds like your boyfriend is doing. So, for example, my best friend, she listens to every single one of my podcasts and she always gives me constructive feedback. So... In the beginning, she told me that I say, um, a lot, and I think that's been reduced over time. She also told me that sometimes I laugh during the podcast and she's like not sure what I'm laughing at, and I think it's just because I'm nervous, or I was nervous in the first few episodes. She told me that some of my episodes were kind of just not very memorable for some reason, but she also is very supportive and tells me that people are going to benefit from this and I should just keep at it and that I'm doing a great job. So it's coming from a loving place and not from a place of insecurity like she's trying to lower me so that she can feel better about herself. And so I'm not at all trying to imply that any sort of criticism or feedback is toxic from a relationship But I personally would not want to spend time with anybody who is trying to tear down my ambition or my goals or make me feel bad about myself. So in episode 30, I talked about the lessons that I learned from Dr. David Burns, and he taught me that our thoughts create feelings, which means that other people's words don't create our feelings. It's a way that we think about what they said that is making us feel bad. And so that is technically true. And those tools in psychology and in coaching are very useful. But that still doesn't mean if somebody says I'm stupid that I should continue hanging out with them. And that's just common sense. So even though I technically know that it's not their comment that made me feel bad, it's my thought about what they said that made me feel bad, that doesn't mean I should be spending time with people who say that I'm stupid. So the other part of your question that I wanted to address is this fear that you're wasting all of this time that you spent together. So you've been together seven years and now you're going to break up and it's like 
you're throwing it all away, plus kind of the jealousy that comes up when you think about him dating anybody else. And so firstly, I want to offer that relationships are never wasted time. I don't think that you wasted seven years if that doesn't work out. I think you can build something with somebody and then after seven years or one year or one month or a hundred years, it's complete. And it doesn't mean that if it's complete that you're throwing it away. Like you both grew from that relationship and you both learned things from that relationship. You probably became much more mature. You experienced what it's like to be committed for a really long time. And you're going to take that with you no matter where you go, even if you go on your separate paths at this time. The jealousy that comes up after breaking up is normal. doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes that can come up for people. And one thing that I did that you may want to adopt as well is I would just block my boyfriends after we broke up. And of course, I would tell them that I was going to do this so that they didn't think I was angry at them. So I would let them know like, hey, I'm going to block you for a few weeks or a few months until I'm ready. And then that way I didn't have to see a picture of them smiling and laughing with some girl in their arm three days after we broke up. And that helped me heal And I feel like part of the healing process is not having them constantly on your mind. And that's really difficult today when we have social media. So I told them I would block them. I blocked them. And then whenever I felt ready to see whatever they were posting again, then I unblocked them. And other than that, you may still have thoughts come up about that. But that's not a good reason to stay in a relationship with somebody if it's not working out. And... It may just be an emotion that you temporarily have to feel, but it will go away over time. All right, everybody, I hope this episode helped you if you find yourself in a toxic relationship and you're wanting to break free. If you have any questions for me, please reach out to me in the show notes. There's going to be a little link so you can send me your questions. And if you do have some extra time, I would really appreciate a review on iTunes and those just make my day and I love to know that there's somebody else on the other end listening to this podcast so I really appreciate that if you do have some extra time I hope you have an awesome day and I'll see you on the next episode bye